Hello, and thank you for joining us on this podcast episode of That's in the Bible. I'm Bob Pauline. Today, we're responding to so many of the questions that we regularly receive, all concerning love. You know, dear friends, through the many questions like that that we receive here concerning the subject of love, which, by the way, for example, we receive questions uh, like, what's the definition of love? Uh, what is love in the Bible? How do you love yourself? How do you really know if you're in love with someone? How do you know it's real love? We have dedicated this episode to this very topic, all-important topic, love. You know, some even have questions regarding Valentine's Day and its connection to love, such as when couples celebrate Valentine's Day, well, what's the Christian way to show their love? And who chose February 14th to celebrate Valentine's Day? And why is it that a significant date like that when, uh, is chosen when, in fact, we can love each other any day of the year? Dear friends, the Bible mentions many forms of love. For example, the love of a mother for her children, the love of a husband for his wife, the Bible also makes mention of the love of God for his people, the love of Christ for his church, so on and so forth. There's so many uh, elements of love and descriptions of love and mentions of love. So before we can begin to understand any of that, let's first learn how the Bible actually defines love itself. So, we can read the Bible's definition of love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and uh, it gives a long description of elements of love like, like this, beginning in verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Dear friends, based on what's written here, true, uh, true love is not only what a person feels and it, merely an emotion, but also what they express to make another one, another person, what they want them to feel. And this expression, it's, it's not just a verbal. It's proven through one's actions. So there was a long uh, list included in that description or characteristics of love that we just read. So le let's break it down one by one. Let's, let's review each of these characteristics of love mentioned here in the Bible. So the Bible said, love suffers long. So if, if someone loves another, then they're very patient with that person. But you know, uh, not not patient in the sense of, you know, just simply putting up with someone's shortcomings or putting up with their, their mistakes, but rather showing compassion, 
kindness, because that was also what was also included in that verse was love is kind. Someone who expresses then true love for another will, as that verse mentioned, bear all things, or then never give up on the one that they love, no matter how difficult problems may become. Why would they never give up? Well, the reason one will do this for their loved one is because they will always, they'll always be filled with hope because love hopes all things. And, you know, dear friends, love, love will never lose faith because love believes all things. Also, making sacrifices, well, th that's part of it. It cannot be avoided when proving true love. In fact, sacrifices are required because love endures all things. Remember, our perfect life is there in the holy city. It's not here. While we are here, we will always have trials. There will always be challenges. But love must always prevail. And you know, because there might be, and there is a lot of misconceptions regarding love, the Bible also makes clear what love is not. And for those that might think that, well, love is merely an emotion. We didn't read that here. Love is merely an emotion. No. It's they, they have that misconception sometimes that love is a, an emotion to be desired because it feels good or it's, it's even a component in life that can be used to elevate one's, one's status. But you know, the Bible made clear that love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up. Love does not seek its own. Love is not simply a Valentine's Day card or a box of chocolates, uh, maybe with a nice pretty bow. And you know, if anyone thinks that actual love can be forced upon someone or, or, or can be bought or forced out of someone or that, well, you don't have to be so careful with your words or your actions around your loved ones, you know, you have to remember in that verse we read, the Bible explained that actual love does not behave rudely and is not provoked. Also, using deception or conniving someone for love, it will never work because true love thinks no evil. True love does not rejoice in iniquity. So those are important elements described in those verses in, uh, regarding love. So let's take a look in the scriptures. What are some various examples of love recorded here uh, in the Holy Bible? Let's turn, uh, let's turn for a moment here to uh, the words of our Lord recorded in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse uh, 17, wherein it says this, And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So this is the love of God to our, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have also the love of God to those who are in union with him. And that one is recorded here in 1 John 4, 16. God is love. 
And whoever lives in love lives in union with God, and God lives in union with him. So the love of God's people to God himself as well is another example of love. And let's go ahead and, and read all of these. 1 John 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. So the love of God's people to him is expressed by our obedience, our following and obeying his laws and his commandments. The love of Christ to people in the church is also uh, one example of love, and that's Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So here is, is Christ's love for the church. Here is also a husband's love for their, for their wives. The Bible also makes mention of brotherly love. How so? Let's, let's read that as well. That's in uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4. Verse 9, but concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. So many, so many examples of love and, and the, the kind of love that God has for his people, Christ has for the church, husbands for wives, and even that of parents, the love of parents for their, for their children. Titus chapter 2 verse 4 describes that love like this, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children. So many different descriptions of, of love, or let's say a moments or ways by which love is expressed here in the Holy Scriptures. Dear friends, we have to remember that whatever type of love is being referred to, love by its biblical defin definition, is to be proven through actions. Real love, real love has conditions that needs to be, need to be met, conditions that need to be sustained, and it's not just a word to be said or the big three. What's the big three? I love you. It's just words. It has to be backed up with action. So when two people profess with the big three words, I love you, profess that they love each other, they actually, they have to work hard and taking care of each other, taking care of that love that they have expressed with their words. And they have to prove that love, and they have to maintain that love. Even our love for God has to be proven, as, uh, as, as I mentioned a moment ago. And let's read here in 1 John 5, 3. One's love for God has to be proven as well. And it's proven by actions. Like what action? Well, we, we, we go to the Bible for that. 1 John 5, 3. For our love for God means that we obey his commands, and his commands are not too hard for us. How is it that we show our love for God? It's not just saying, Lord, I love you. It's being willing to do what he has instructed us to do. It, it means that we will obey and take the actions of obedience. Dear friends, we can see here then that if one 
professes love, but does not have the actions to back it up, then, well, it's not real love. We've all heard the saying that, well, uh, actions uh, speak louder than words, right? And after learning the biblical truths concerning and surrounding love, be it our love for God, God's love for us, or love for a spouse, love for a family member, how in every way, in whatever way that love is, is directed, we now know actions need to be attached with it. It's crucial to understand in order to avoid doing so many meaningless actions that do not prove love at all. So, there are some who are, let's say, more concerned with the appearance of their actions. This is, this is very important. With the appearance of their actions rather than actions that are really based on genuine feeling of love for another. They believe that, well, you know, proving their love means that they have to parade it around under a popular holiday uh, uh, during this time of the year, which has been a commercialized. The chocolate companies just love February 14th, and they use that Valentine's Day holiday in trying to buying gifts, trying to pressure people to manifest their love one for uh, one for another. The particular day, of course, as I've already mentioned, Valentine's Day. What's Valentine's Day anyway? It's been characterized by, as a religious celebration of love. Is it, is it in the Bible? Of course not. But is that, is it really a, 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 should it be accepted as a Christianized celebration of love one, one day a year? Is Valentine's Day really even about love? Should love just be centered on one day of the year? What we do know, is that this uh, so-called Valentine's Day, it was something that was established by the Catholic Church. And that, well, you know, many participated in thinking that it's, it's really the way that I'm supposed to uh, tell my boyfriend, tell my girlfriend, my husband, my wife, my whoever, that I love them. But the question is, is that what God instructs people uh, to do? Do, do you want someone to express their love to you just one, one day out of the year? Remember, God defines love, and we read it together, huh? God defines love as not parading itself, look at me. No. The Bible describes love as also not being puffed up. The Bible does not... Uh, specify one particular day like Valentine's Day for a man to prove his love to his wife. No, rather the Bible teaches, find ways to express genuine love continuously, always, every day of the year, not just on February 14th. How is it that God wants men to continuously prove their love to their wives, beyond just saying, I love you. You know, we can read an instruction through the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Ephesians here in uh, chapter 5, verses 28 and 29. Men ought to love their wives just as they love their own bodies. 
A man who loves his wife loves himself. No one ever hates his own body. Instead, he feeds it and takes care of it, just as Christ does the church. We can see that a man proves his love for his wife, not by participating in the Catholic tradition called Valentine's Day and just buying cards and, and chocolates and, and saying that's the manifestation of, of, of my love. No, but rather by sincerely taking care of her. As the Bible explained that showing love is like feeding or taking care of yourself. We all know that getting fed once a year, February 14th, that's, that's not going to work. No matter how much food you would eat on February 14th from that one day, it's not going to keep a person alive. Likewise, the love of a couple will not thrive or even, even survive, won't survive if they will focus on uh, proving their love to each other just on one of the most commercialized days of the year, Valentine's Day. You want proof? Let's take a look at this for a moment. Look at these uh, statistics. People spend an average of 161, nearly 162 dollars on Valentine's Day, and it totals of about 20.7 billion. Imagine that number: 20.7 billion dollars in total. Now you'd think spending that much, well, that would fix any kind of problem. That would make love just flourish in every relationship on planet Earth, right? Well, the divorce industry is worth $50 billion annually. Valentine's Day is not fixing that. There are those that hope for God's blessing in the form of a spouse, in the form of a partner in life. Those who are hoping for a blessing their existing marriage, existing family, but seem to always end up disappointed in love. Why is that? Instead of finding true love as described in the Holy Bible, their actions have led them to heartbreak. The Bible teaches us this. In uh, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 19, uh, let's listen together to verse 3. Some people ruin themselves by their own stupid actions and then blame the Lord. It's truly very important to properly understand love. So, although, you know, some people have their own definitions or their own understanding philosophy regarding love, which, of course, then they base their actions on, we as the people of God should believe and use as a basis of our actions towards our loved ones what we have went over and studied together today. Why? Because that's in the Bible. Please feel free to email your questions about the Bible, about salvation, to answers at incmedia.org. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast, That's in the Bible, and turn on your notifications for new episodes. I'm Brother Bob Pauline, and we hope you join us next time for more programming of the Iglesia Ni Cristo Church of Christ. To watch episodes of That's in the Bible, go to incmedia.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless.